0: Hello Sutton Baptist Church, Uh, for those of you that don't know me, my name is Ed uh, and I've been coming uh, to Sutton Baptist Church for over three years now and became a Christian during that time. Uh, Kath asked me to do a video uh, on gentleness, so this is my attempt at that and there's a lot of irony about me being asked to do a video uh, on gentleness. Uh, All of my life, uh, or at least as long as I can remember, uh, I've actually been described as a gentle, A person, and until I became a Christian, uh, I used to really resent it. Uh, For me, being gentle was a summary of everything I didn't like about myself. Uh, When I was a child, uh, it felt like it was used as a polite way uh, of saying overly sensitive and really shy. Um, I was really shy as as a a child, and I used to get upset very easily, and and I was ashamed of this. Um, I used to cry a lot. It it wasn't great. As I went into my teenage years, uh, I did develop uh, a thicker skin, uh, but I was still very shy. Um, I would really struggle to get a word in at large family gatherings. Um, I found it really difficult to talk to new people, uh, especially girls. Um, And this term gentle uh, was still being used. People used to call me a a gentle giant. Uh, Now I think most people saw this as a term of endearment, uh, and I'm sure they meant it with love. Uh, but I really hated it. Uh, it made me feel meek, uh, mild and immasculine. Uh, now, Jesus has taught me that my old perception of gentleness, uh, which I think represents many people's views, uh, was completely untrue. Uh, so I want to start this talk on gentleness uh, by dismissing this societal view of gentleness. Uh, so to do this, uh, I thought we would use the Bible. Um, And when I was doing my research around this topic of gentleness, I I learned that uh, only two characters in the Bible are described as gentle. uh, Jesus and Moses Uh, So, two of the most important characters in the Bible. And I think we can safely say uh, neither of these characters were meek, mild or emasculine. Uh, if we start with Jesus, we, we have the fairly obvious example of him making the ultimate sacrifice for you and I uh, so that we can be saved and so we have the salvation through Jesus. Uh, but he does a lot more than this in, in his life. Um, he told some really harsh truths to people. Uh, he describes the Pharisees in, in Matthew 12 uh, verse 34 as a brood of vipers as they were leading people astray. Um, He also demonstrates righteous anger. Uh, So when he's in Jerusalem, uh, he arrives at the temple uh, and he sees people charging extortionate amounts of money to make sacrifices. And this caused him to start flipping tables and driving out uh, the money lenders and and telling people off en masse. Um, And this meant he upset some very powerful people uh, and came at a real risk to himself so clearly uh, Jesus was not meek and mild. Um, If we look next at Moses uh, we might have a cause to say he he was quite a shy person. Uh, We know that he told God he couldn't be a public speaker uh, and therefore God used Aaron for this role instead. Uh, However Moses always stepped up when it matters. Uh, So in the story of the golden calf uh, Moses returns Uh, from Mount Sinai to the Israelites and he sees them worshipping this idol. They've turned their backs on God and and Moses gets really angry about this. He destroys the calf and he effectively tells off thousands and thousands of people, um, demonstrating real courage and bravery and again definitely not meek and mild and and I I think it's really important that we start off by just clarifying that gentleness is not about being meek and mild. Uh, So that leads us on to what I think gentleness actually is and I learned recently that the Greek word used for gentleness means strength under control and I really love this idea that being gentle shows a kind of strength. Uh, I think it really flips what society thinks gentleness means. Um, So what does it actually look like gentleness? Well, I think it means uh, restraining our reactions to others. Uh, People can upset us, they can anger us, annoy us and hurt us, uh, but we always have a choice on how we respond. Uh, We can either act instinctively, uh, which I think rarely brings healing to a situation. I think when we act on instinct alone, we often make things worse, sadly. Uh, or uh, we can pause and act in a way that brings Jesus into the situation and I think to do this we need to do three things, we need to be quick to listen, slow to speak and slow to anger and that's a famous quote from James, we looked at it in church recently, I think Sam Lydon did a talk uh, on that small verse Um, And for me, that verse summarises what it means to be gentle and it teaches us how we can respond with gentleness. Uh, So if we look at firstly, being quick to listen, uh, this allows us to build trust with people. uh, And by getting to know people, uh, we're more able to work out what words we might use to soothe the situation rather than making it worse. Um, Jesus was a great listener. When people came to him for help, he asked them what they wanted, even though he probably already knew. So notice Jesus never skips the listening part, even though he already knows how to help, life. Uh, And this demonstrates an interest and a love towards that person. I think that's so important if we want to demonstrate gentleness with others. Uh, if we don't listen fully, um, then we risk two big things. Uh, firstly we risk saying things that are hurtful or unhelpful. Uh, even if we try and offer good advice uh, that can actually cause more pain uh, than it soothes. Uh, sometimes advice just isn't welcome. We, we just People just need to know that we're listening to them and that we're happy to walk with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, secondly, uh, we can risk coming across as dismissive uh, of what that person is going through. And again, if we're offering advice, we, we were dismissing that person's problem. We're saying we can fix this. Here's a solution. And, and sometimes people don't want that. They just want to be listened to. Uh, and I think this links to the next point about being slow to speak. I think lots of us and myself included find pause is really difficult. Uh, so we speak before we think. We fail to demonstrate restraint, which is what gentleness calls for. And it's important to know, and we we hear a lot of it in church, our words are really powerful. They have the ability to heal and they have the ability to hurt. And I think even kind words said in haste can cause pain. Again, we can offer uh, advice really hastily to a friend that they feel they could never put into practice. And that can just make them feel worse about themselves and if if our advice isn't welcomed um then it's not going to be good it's not going to bring healing and we need to be really mindful of that we always want to help people but i think it doesn't always work we need to think before we speak that's so important uh finally then uh, we need to be slow to anger Uh, i think many of us can recognize that someone who is angry all the time is probably the opposite of a gentle person and um, if, we, if you're an angry person it's unlikely you're going to be able to respond in a way that brings healing uh, to people and to situations um, anger generally but but not always reflects a lack of self-control and, and gentleness requires us to demonstrate restraint and um, so it goes against that i do want to point out that gentleness doesn't exclusively prohibit anger Early in the video, I gave examples of both Jesus and Moses getting angry, and yet they were gentle people. Um, Their anger, importantly, was righteous. Uh, They were right to respond with anger in those situations. Occasionally, it will be appropriate for us to respond in anger, but we still need to think about what we say. We need to be slow to speak. Uh, If our anger causes someone to feel unloved, then it's not gentle. Uh, I think gentle anger should look to help people get back on the right track, disciplining a child kind of thing. Um, It should be a last resort. Uh, If we can help people get on the right track without getting angry at them, uh, then we should definitely try those other methods first. So I think that's really important to bear in mind. Uh, To summarise then, Uh, I'll just do a quick recap Uh, so in order to gentle we need to do the following Uh, listen so we can be informed on what to say and demonstrate a genuine love and interest in a person we need to think before we speak so that our words heal rather than hurt and we need to restrain our anger uh, so it is only revealed when a situation absolutely demands it Now, being gentle is hard, and I think it's important to finish on this point. Uh, If we try and do this always on our own strength, uh, we will get it wrong. We will fail. Um, So just like all the other fruits of the Spirit, we need to invite the Holy Spirit to guide our interactions so that we can show and demonstrate gentleness. Uh, Thanks for listening. Uh, I thought I would finish with uh, just a short prayer. Lord Jesus, thank you for your gift of the Holy Spirit. Thank you that we don't have to be gentle on our own strength. Holy Spirit, prompt us to listen attentively so that we are informed with our responses. Holy Spirit, pause us before we speak so that our words heal rather than hurt. Holy Spirit, restrain our anger so that others may notice you at work in us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.